Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. I, I have two stories for you. The first, and I'll start with this. So we went, no, last week, on vacation, we were in the Exumas. We were actually right by Pig Beach. And if you have never been to Pig Beach, it looks very beautiful on Instagram. The water around it's gorgeous. And it's, it's this island that has pigs on it. Pigs aren't native to the island. They're on a, a, a key that's not populated. There's no settlement there. So they, you know, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of speculation as to how in the world these pigs got here. So anyway, I was talking to some other folks that we would, you know, we were kind of island hopping around the Exumas and I was talking to some other folks and I was asking them, you know, you always ask, you know, what's your itinerary? What are you thinking about doing today? What's your favorite you know, thing that you've done? You're just making small talk. And it was funny because one of the uh, one of the families there, the mom was saying, "Well, I can tell you what uh, I would advise you to not do." And I'm like, "Ooh, this sounds juicy." What? She's like, "I would say to avoid Pig Beach," and I thought it was going to be, "Oh, because it's crowded." You know, my my youngest son is hysterical. He's like, "That's just satanic swimming pigs. That's just satanic." I, you know, I was thinking more of like a, a cleanliness factor, but. Uh, she I was and I also after she told me this I was like well you know is it crowded I can imagine it's probably probably a lot of boats going in she's like no 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 uh she said that her youngest was getting out of the boat and saw a baby pig that she wanted to go and pet and at the same time a big sow big lady pig was to the right and took a massive dump right in the water right there by her daughter and she said I didn't I discovered strength that I did not know that I had I lifted my child out of the water one-handed and literally lifted her back onto the boat and I was like that's impressive so anyway we were right there and I'm like well you know we decided we'll kind of drive by but we're not going to get off because the pigs sometimes try to get on the boat they were docile seemingly so the day that we were there you feed them stuff and uh you just you know they're pigs you got to be you know they're they're wild animals they gotta be careful they're feral hogs really they're not like little funny little cutie farm pigs so anyway we got close enough and they seemed kind of docile and I just happened to look down and I saw a myriad of floaters in the water. What they don't tell you and what they're careful about omitting from all those beautiful photos on Instagram is that they actually do in fact go where they eat. And you are dealing with like pig poop in the water and on the beach and then there's birds there and it's just a whole nightmare. And it's like my worst nightmare as a germaphobe, right? I don't know how people don't come back with, you know, just epidemics of pink eye. I don't know. So we did not get out of the boat. We did not feed any pigs. I took a couple pictures from pretty far out and that was it. I'm like, "Eh, we saw them. Bye. Going. I mean, you know, I, my grandpa had pigs. Were, I, I had family members that had pigs. Southern Missouri, you know, they're farmers. I, I've seen a pig. Pigs swimming, no different. Anyway, I just thought it was hysterical because I'm reading this dumb Daily Mail piece. I saw this when I was on break and they were like, oh, Pig Beach is one of the most beautiful beaches in the world. I'm like, are you on crack? <laughs> so anyway, my other story about vacation, and I've told you guys stories about the time I've been in a slap fight with an actual literal chimpanzee when I was a little kid, and how 
I could probably fight off a goat headbutting it. I've gotten, I mean, and I've had a fight with a squirrel. Certain animals just don't like me. Anyway, so my, the day before is my husband's birthday. We're in the Exumas and we go to Compass Key, beautiful area. They have a ton of nurse sharks there and they just let you get in the water with them. They, they look like giant catfish. I got to be real. Nurse sharks are very deceiving. I was looking at them and instead of feeling scared, I was really kind of hungry because they look like giant catfish. They have like the mouths on the other side. They're just weird little things. And anyway, we get in the water and my husband's all excited. He's like, oh, he's like a, he's like a little kid. He's, you know, petting sharks. The, and, you know, granted, my kids are pretty stoked too. And so he, he had a new shark friend for his birthday, birthday shark. So later on that day, and this is, you know, the first time we've ever been to the Exumas and it's a magical place and I would encourage it if you can. We're on our little power boat. We're island hopping, going here and there. And so we pull up and we're going to have a little picnic lunch on our boat, swim a little bit before we retire for the day. My husband's on the beach looking around. Everything's beautiful. And he starts following something. He thought it was rocks in the water. Then it moved. Now, he had just had like an hour long session with some nurse sharks. You, you to the landing fee at Compass Keys, like 15 bucks a person. You get out, you pet the sharks. They feed them. The sharks love it. It's crazy. And he had just spent a lot of time petting a sharks, all these different types of sharks, all nurse sharks. And I guess after you spend a certain amount of time with a nurse shark, you feel like you know all the nurse sharks. Maybe you can pet other ones too. So I was in the water at this point. My youngest was in the water and Chris was, he was walking on the beach and he thought he saw some rocks. And in fact, it was not. It was a much larger nurse shark. He estimates anywhere from like 12 to 15 feet. I don't even know if they get that big because I'm never around them long enough to see. And he had this idea like, I want to pet this one too. And then as he started walking towards it and getting closer, he realized how big it was. And then he realized maybe this one isn't as docile as the ones that we saw in Compass Key. In Compass Key. And all he said something to me, he yelled out, hey, there's a shark over here. All I heard was shark. And I mentally yeeted my youngest child onto the boat. I don't even know what happened. All I know is that my Apple Watch was like, oh, your heart rate got crazy high. And the next thing I knew, I was clinging to the boat. My son was on it. He was like, what is wrong with you? He's bigger than me, by the way. He's like, what is wrong with you? Like he had just, and all I knew is I heard shark and that was it. I was in the shark's house. I was going to get eight and I'm done. And it swam away. I mean, there was no, anyway. There was no f- epic fight between me and the shark. I'm just, I'm just saying that it's, you know, I don't even know how my youngest got on the boat. He was not happy about it. But anyway, you can't pet all the sharks. in the ex- They don't really have big sharks there because the water's really shallow. I mean, in some parts, it's like maybe 17 feet deep. I guess you can get some sharks in there, but it's like really shallow everywhere else. You actually have to be very careful when you're out boating because not every boat can go on these. There's sandbars everywhere and it is deceptive, but it's beautiful. So anyway, that's my that's my story. I would not recommend the Pig Beach. I'm sure that they're lovely, and I'm sure somebody makes money off of it, but I just, that's not my jam. I don't want to be in there with pig turds. This is not my jam, and it's nasty. Would you, Kane, would you go? Did you know that that happened? I, I mean, I know they I go didn't. somewhere, but I, didn't know I thought that. somebody would train them not to take a dump in the water next to the tourists. Does, does the area around the beach have anything to offer, like no. restaurants? No, or? there's no it's, there's no one on that thing. It's a literally an uninhabited island. Tiki huts with rum Nothing drinks. like that. Nothing, Nothing like that. Okay. No. Then, yeah, Do no. you want to pet a pig or look at pig turds? 
No. Okay, then you're I out can, of luck. can do that here. You are <laughs> out of luck. <laughs> so that's, I don't know why that, and I saw this on here, it's listed as one of the most beautiful beaches. I'm like, how? How though? Do they tell the people that? I just don't, I don't get it. I don't know. Maybe some people are really excited about seeing pigs. I've seen pigs. I've seen them in a multitude of different ways, including between bread on my plate. Just not into seeing them. Do what I just described on the beach. You did send pictures, though, of uh, the, the shark petting stuff and mm-hmm. the shark feeding thing. Yeah. It seems like that they completely avoid biting people because they don't want to bite the hands that feed them. Well, they obviously. also say, please don't do something stupid and obvious like stick your hands in the sh- the shark's mouth. Oh, well, <laughs> people have to be told that. One last story. And then I got other stuff. So we had boated to Farmer's Key at one point. That's a small settlement. There's like 60, 70 people there. Great. Had conch salad. It's amazing. And I, I think, you know, when you are on, when you grow up and you live on an island, you're used to seeing all kinds of animals, including barracuda, which are the most terrifying. I think I'm scared of them more than I am a shark. They're mean and one stalked me because we were swimming with turtles and I made a turtle friend and it was just wild. I felt like, you know, it was, I felt like Nat Geo. And I kept seeing this damn barracuda follow me everywhere. And apparently, when they're when they get silver, isn't that when they're mad and they're gonna get you or something? Yeah, they change color. I think I'm wrong, but it's <laughs> no, they do for real. I just don't know what color they change to. I think if they get silvery, that means you're about to die. I think, or something bad's gonna happen. But every single time, and I filmed it even, I would put I'd put my camera underwater, and then there it was. Every time I moved, anytime I put my camera under, there it was. It was creepy. But I don't, yeah, the, but the turtle would chase it away. It was scared of the turtle because the turtle would just smack it with its flipper, flipper thing. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. Please leave the bear and bison alone when you go to the park. I have two separate stories here. A, so a third person got gored by a bison in Yellowstone, a 71-year-old Pennsylvania woman. She said she and her daughter were returning to their car at Trailhead and that the incident occurred near Storm Point and that the Park Service described the bison as wild and unpredictable. Stay 25 yards away, but yet no one stays 25 yards away. I think they're still investigating just how far away she was. I mean, because they're not typically known to just start charging for the parking lot. I just you got to be careful. You're in the animal's house. And then two out-of-state visitors were injured in and around Yellowstone. Uh, and then one was attacked by a bison and another by a grizzly in separate incidents days apart. A 68-year-old outdoorsman from Buffalo was in the middle of a backpacking trip and he got mauled by a grizzly. And then he was carrying bear spray, but bears bears don't care about your bear spray. They do care about lead, though, when it's fired from a gun. But sadly, the administration thinks that bear spray is just enough for you. Uh, Despite his injuries, he was able to actually activate his personal locator beacon, and it sent out distress signal to local law enforcement, so they helicoptered him to the chopper into the hospital. Then you had somebody else who, a Colorado Springs guy, he he got gored by another one, got gored by a bison. Stop! Just if you see a bison, it's not a like fun, fun little cuddly animal. Stay away from it, and just watch out for bear. The bear thing that scares me. That because bears they don't care about bear spray. They really don't. Let's see. A British climate activist. Defl- oh wow, they deflated more than forty tires on SUVs in, in New York City's Upper East Side, and they left all these annoying leaflets saying your gas guzzler kills. Groups warn more cities will be struck in the coming weeks. You do that in Texas, you're going to FAFO, and it's not going to be good for you. That's all I'm going to say. 
They, they, it's called Tire, T-Y-R-E, the British one. Tire extinguishers in the UK. And they say they want to make it impossible to own huge polluting 4x4 in the world's urban areas. Well, I want to make it impossible for giant jack wagons from the UK to come and terrorize people in the United States. Let's just imagine being that annoying. Scientists are warning Cape Cod beachgoers of giant sharks. Is it Jaws Part, what is it, three? Four? Massive man-eaters, including great whites, are lurking in the waters near the popular vacation destination. I actually, that's one place I wouldn't swim, is near Cape Cod. They say, just watch out for the sharks because you're in the shark's house. One man has never missed a day of work in his life. A Burger King employee, 27 years, and he received over six figures, over $270,000 in donations. Kevin Ford, 54, of Las Vegas. He's the real MVP today. This man, 27 years, never a sick day, nothing. I mean, he, he works at a cook and cashier in Burger King and McCarran Airport. And so they're taking care of him, which they should. You take care of the people who take care of your people. So it's awesome. We got a lot more in store. Economy, are you cutting back for the fourth? I'm not. Stick with us. How much money would you take to give up your seat on a plane? Since so many airlines have been apparently overbooking. Delta, there was this flight that uh, from Delta, they were supposed to go from Grand Rapids, Michigan to Minnesota. And then it was very apparent that they had overbooked the flight. I don't know if I've ever been on a flight in recent memory where they haven't offered people something for giving up their seat. So Delta, they, they began asking people for volunteers to take a later flight. Nobody said anything. And... Juan says he was on American and last week and they offered somebody, they were offering $1,000 to give up your seat. Wow. On this flight with Delta, I think they started at something like that and it went up to $10,000 cash. I'd do it. Not credit or not, you know, future miles or anything else. Cash. So they finally were able to get the number of volunteers, according to Yahoo News, and they departed only 20 minutes later than scheduled. That's crazy. They had uh, this. They, they were talking to people who were on the flight. They said that a gate, a flight attendant came on and said they were looking for eight volunteers, 10,000 cash each. If you have Apple Pay, you'll have the money right now, they said. Wow. They said that they were canceling tons of flights because of staffing shortages. Apparently, July 4th. The day of Independence Day is supposed to be the least travel day, and apparently today's the craziest travel day for summer. Just wow. So, yeah, they said that they uh, had people, the opening, they said that one agent made an opening bid of $5,000 while people were at the gate. Then they bumped it up to 7500 Then it, it got 10000 Then people were on board for 10000 Would you give up your seat for 10000 Yeah, you yeah I'd do that. I'd totally do that. And then I'd rent a car and drive to where I had to go. Man. I don't know. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I'd do that. I don't. Seriously? No. I think it depends on where you're going. I don't and like to be inconvenienced. Where you're going and what you're doing when you get there. Like if you're going and it's not just a family thing or a friend thing, but it's an actual job thing and you know, you're there to make some money. Yeah. I'd, yeah. But time is money. You know, it's like. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, I could literally just drive to my family and still have like $9,000 left. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't think I would. Steve, would you? Would you take money 
What what would you not take? Let me ask that. What kind of like what if they said, oh, well, here's a thousand dollars like a, a wands flight. Is that enough for you? What's the lowest I would like? Yeah. Decline? What's the lowest you would take? Uh-huh. It all depends on where I was going. If I was going to just hang out, then I'd probably take more. But if I'm going to like Vegas or like me go to a party like Miami, like I feel like any money would be sweet. I just miss a night. That's all right. You could double down the next night. <laughs> double down the next night. Oh, man. Make good choices, Steve. I tell him that every time. Like, I'm always, have a great weekend. Make good choices. I don't know. I just don't think I would. I, he- I hear it all the time now. I they, The flight that we were on, I think when we were going from Nassau back to Dallas, they were offering people like miles or something like that. But nobody took, nobody has taken it. How do you oversell a flight, too? How does that even happen? Common practice. It's what they but, do. Uh, but how does it, like, how is that, how does it happen? You can, by, you can oversell a flight? By them selling more tickets than they have seats? You know how Richard Branson started Virgin Airlines? He was on his way. I think he actually was going to the Caribbean. And the flight kept getting delayed. And it was like the several times he tried to get down there and flights were getting canceled. So he chartered uh, a plane and he told people in the airport, if you're going to this location, you know, you can give me X amount of dollars and you can get a seat on this private plane. So he chartered a jet. And then he sold the seats on this charter jet to people who were going where he was going. And that's how Virgin apparently got started. I actually, I'm telling you, when we were going through Nassau Customs, I was thinking about doing that. I was thinking about pulling a Richard Branson and being like, eh, if I charter a plane and then make up for the cost of it by selling out seats at a cheaper price, guaranteeing that people are going to get to this destination at X amount, you know, a certain time. Anyway, it's going to be crazy this weekend. That's all I'm going to say. It's his life mission. To make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. Oh, where to start? So a Florida man decides to attack his elderly boss with a hatchet. He's He attacks his elderly boss, shot him in the face Tuesday night. That's horrible. Freddie Valley, 47, pulled up in his vehicle to the 77-year-old victim's property in enterprise florida where he also lives in a barn apartment like what can you tell us more about the barn apartment i'm curious valley approached the victim he's his boss and landlord with a hatchet and he handed the hatchet to the victim and then quickly grabbed it back and threatened to kill him that's weird and then he swung the hatchet at the older man the older man fell to the ground so they had a fight with a hatchet uh after he assaulted the 77 year old uh he fled and the victim called 911. The 77-year-old was treated at a local hospital uh, for a wound to the face, laceration to his right thigh. His injuries were non-life-threatening. So they uh, took Valley into custody at a Walmart in Deltona. And he's got first-degree murder, uh, been held without bail. Of course he is, because he's a nutshell. Uh, also, oh boy. A Florida man set his boss's house on fire because spirits told him to, say deputies. His eyebrows are interesting and his mugshot. They look like they were microbladed. Anyway, Pinellas County, Florida. Florida man was arrested Wednesday after deputies said he was caught on camera setting his boss's house on fire in May because spirits told him to. Thon Ha, 54, was caught on multiple surveillance videos approaching the newly constructed St. Petersburg home. See what I mean about the eyebrows? Around 11.50 a.m. May 30, he's riding a bicycle. He took the bicycle to a stop sign and walked to the home. He tried to cover his face with a shirt, according to the arresting documents. 
Five minutes later, he was captured on camera running away from the home back to his bicycle and he rode away. Deputies said Hobb was identified by the potential buyers as one of their employees. And when deputies, when deputies questioned him, he said he wasn't upset or anything at his employer. He said he started the fire because spirits told him to. Ooh. He was charged with arson in the second degree, $10,000 bond. Or was he on drugs? It doesn't say anything about that. For real, the eyebrows. That's not right. Dude, that's not right. <sighs> Be careful going in the shark's house. Girl loses a leg after a nine-foot shark attacks her oh. at a Florida beach. She was off the coast of Keaton Beach in Florida. Taylor County Sheriff's Office said the girl was not identified. She was scalloping with her family in about five feet of water near Grassy Island. Now, officials did not say what type of shark attacked the girl, but they did say it was about nine feet long. What, like a... Uh, tiger shark? Might be a tiger shark. Aren't they pretty aggressive? A family member jumped into the water and fought off the shark. She was airlifted to a hospital in Tallahassee about 80 miles away. They said that they beat the shark in its head until the juvenile was free. That's the sheriff's office in the news release. They said she went underwent emergency surgery and she's going to likely lose her leg. That is so sad. Swimmers are told to be cautious and vigilant in the water. Avoid sandbars where sharks like to congregate. Don't swim near large school of fish. Avoid erratic movements. Don't taunt the shark. Don't look at it. Don't breathe. Don't really do anything. Just float above the water if you can and maybe hope to get some splashes as a, as a way to cool down. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Democrats are getting worried about Senate races in blue states. Hillary makes a pathetic attempt to demonize Justice Thomas, and USA Today is the latest newsroom to crush diversity of thought. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day for conservatives, and hopefully a lot of laughs too. Join us. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.